Hello everyone, welcome to episode 4 of the Boys in the Basement podcast. I am Liam Parton as ever, I am the host, I am the talent, I am a raving lunatic. With me as ever, very much as the yin to my yang, the calm, well some people have called him the new... What can you be today? The new Steve Irwin. It's America's sweetheart, Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Swan. Steve Irwin's dead. You're I not, I don't really though. want to be that, though, do I? Yeah, just Humphrey steer Bogart clear of any jellyfish or stingrays. Okay. Is it stingrays that got him or jellyfish? Je- uh, stingray. Brilliant. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later. Coming up later on the show, we'll talk about Steve Irwin. Uh, yeah, what actually, what is in the show today? We've got some great music coming up for you from, how do you pronounce it? Delugo Kensky. Best introduction of a band name ever. We've also got music from Cats and Criminals, but most excitingly, we've got some guests in the studio. We have the fa- well, two of the fantastic band, Everything But Arms. Say hello, boys. Hello. That, they're really there. They, I know they sound like they're on a duress, but they are here of their own free will. <laughs> they are enjoying it. They are loving it. What an intro that was. That went quite well. That worked. That worked. Because last week, as regular listeners will know, this is, as I said, this is episode four. We did episode three. A couple of weeks ago, we had a lot of trouble with the intro. I had tantrums. You guys lost the will to live. But this week, we did it first time-ish. Yeah, we'll give it a Don't do time. the two sign. The okay, first okay, one didn't okay, count because it was just a technical it. issue. All right, Mr. Enough. Swan held up a two-finger sign. It was technically the second go, but really the first go. And actually, the first thing on my list is show love to Mr. North and Mr. Swan. I've actually had to write show love because that's how little natural emotion I have and empathy of other people. I've actually written to show you love because you were very tolerant of me last week and I'm very grateful. You did very well putting up with my tantrums last week and we all went away feeling a little bit down about it, a little bit dejected. So we've developed a new system. It's called the 60-30-10. I'm allowed to speak 60% of the time. Mr. Swan gets 30%. Mr. North gets 10%. Some would argue that's too much for Mr. North. (laughs) So we will be whittling it down as the weeks go on. So if I start talking too much this show, Mr. North or Mr. Swan will just shout 60-30-10 at me and I have to instantly shut up. Is that fair? Definitely. And I've shown you love. Did you like being shown love? Yeah, well, I didn't really feel it that much, but you said it. Well, what more can I do? I did buy you both presents. What presents? What presents? Well, I kept them because I liked them. That model woman I bought from the antique shop. That That was for you and you got a sign, but I kept them for myself. I didn't even know nice. sign. So this week, I'm very much letting Mr. North and Mr. Swan free a little bit. It's, it's a te- tense moment. It's, it's risky. A bit, it very is. It's risky. like when you buy your child their first car. I haven't even you... said hello yet. Yeah, but... Oh, oh, yeah. And to a lesser extent, <laughs> the show is about a, a, a man in the corner called Mr. North. Say hello. Hello. I love how I introduced everyone else in the room except you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. It's like you're talking about 10%, but I haven't even started my 10%. Okay, well, yeah, Mr. as I said, it's like giving your child a car. You know they're going to wrap it around a tree, but I'm going to let them have their moment. <laughs> Mr. North has stalled in the driveway. He's not even got going. <laughs> Mr. Son, I have faith in you. You will go far. That brings me neatly onto the first thing I want to talk about, which is the domestics we've got to do at the start of the show. Mr. Swan, can you introduce the website, the email, let the fans know where they can get in touch with of us? Of course, yes. This is your moment. Contact your us. Your perfect moment. Do you want to stop interrupting me? <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> Taking over my moment. All right, okay, sorry. 603010. Yeah, if you want to contact us, the email address is liam, surprise, surprise, <laughs> at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. It's also twitter.com you can follow. Or well, how do you follow us on Twitter? Go to twitter.com forward slash Partonian. And how do you spell Partonian? P-A-R-T-O-N-I-A-N. Okay. Did you introduce the website? I did. I've already done that. No, I didn't. It's no, www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. <laughs> that was very good, Mr. Swan. No, it wasn't, was it? How, how are you this week, Mr. Swan? I'm really good, actually. Very good. Um, week's over at work. I'm off on a lads weekend tomorrow morning. Um, spirits are high. Where are you going on your little jolly? Newcastle. 
brilliant. It's nice up there. Have you been? I like the accent. Really? What, Cheryl Cole? Yeah. Yeah, very nice. That's basically <laughs> yeah, what I like. Much, yeah, I read right no, through It's a that. good accent. Good accent. Yeah, because I've done you a poem for that as well for later on in the show. Really? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Which we discussed that. in yesterday's planning meeting. And um, <laughs> who didn't attend yesterday's planning meeting? Well, I mean, where did we hold it to begin with? Mr. North's Mr. house. Mr. North's house. So you'd expect that the one person who would make it would be Mr. North. No, I was busy. What were you doing that was more important than planning the episode? I We've was... got young men here with a glint in their eye, fire in their belly. They've come into the room. Say hello. Hello. That's everything but arms. They've come into the room. <laughs> They've already told him how to use the equipment. They've revolutionised <laughs> how we do things. They're, they're enthusiastic, fire in their belly, glint in their eye, and you can't even be bothered. No, but to be honest, we, we do, we do, we do slag him off a lot. I don't, want, I don't want to spend a whole evening over a 10-minute planning session when I can do something else. But what did you do? Didn't you go and... I sort of trouble some work to a colleagues. House to watch football, which we watched here anyway. Yeah. Pizza, rather than talk about like a running order, which I have no input in anyway. You would have had input. But you if could you'd have been if there. you were here. That's the Do whole point. Do you think Churchill won the war <laughs> by going off to watch football with his friends? Probably. Yeah, and you got so angry when you came home as well, didn't you? Because what have <laughs> we did. done, Mr. Swan? Should we talk about? Mr. North was so annoyed at what we'd done, and you'd think we'd done something terrible, right? He, he basically accused us of vandalising his house, but yeah. what had we done, Mr. Swan, that we was so terrible? a packet of sweets and stuck two of them to two mirrors in his house. That was it? That was it. That was literally all we did, wasn't it? Nothing and how did else. you respond, Mr. North? I was quite annoyed. <laughs> quite, he was very annoyed. I was really annoyed. Because ah, and what had Mr. Swan done to some of your books? Oh yeah, yeah. turn them back around the right way. Here's Hitler. <laughs> yeah, and you. His what did you say? We can't have them that way around because my Polish neighbours walk past the window. That's a was quote. what you that's, actually said, that's an and they might quote. see them. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Look. When I get back from like leaving you in my house, I don't yeah. want to have to go around looking at what is different. Well, I'd don't like to come back and it be the same as when I left it. Okay. There's nothing that bad about that. Well, is there but anything bad is... about sticking two sweets to a mirror? Yeah. It's hardly knocking down walls. <laughs> It's not like we're breaking on through. We or could like, have done a lot worse. You, you know, know any respect didn't build Stargate space. in your bathroom or something and invite every alien in the blooming room. <laughs> we stuck two sweets to a mirror and you've unfairly vilified me. Like, accused me of being Dr. Crippen or something. You did nearly throw him out. Yeah, you did at one point get very angry. You're very angry. I can't remember. Because you actually yeah. went into your bedroom and said, you're lucky there wasn't another one on my bedroom mirror. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's true. Otherwise, you would have been in trouble. So that's producer Tom. You're making Tom. me out again, once again, to be the biggest Scrooge on radio. Well, isn't, well wasn't that story a true story? <laughs> that's everything. Was that anything about was that story well, false? What it's about is just personal responsibility. Oh, here we go. <laughs> personal responsibility. You don't look after anything. I'd look after myself. Well, I look, look after you. you. I care for you. In, you're dressed in a dressing gown. Hey, that's all you ever go with my clothes for. I look nice. Yeah, where's Wally in a dressing gown? I actually black, do have that's a... That's it, actually. Black and red That's very good. Glasses and I think I'm the picture of Satorial Elegance, and you're probably jealous. No. Yeah, it's no. true. I'm oh, fine, fine, thanks. No, but that's Tom, our producer Tom, who... Yeah, the only I'm thing he ever really positive. produces is a damp, dismal experience when he enters a room. <laughs> that's all he ever produces. And yet he claims he's... Because, he's, oh, we went to a gig the other night, didn't we? And I said, oh, you're going to be all right, poppers. You're going to be all right, granddad, with the music. Because we went to see Everything But Arms. Say hello. Hello. We went to see Everything But Arms. And uh, I went, you're going to be all right, poppers. He said, yeah, I've been to Glastonbury four times, man. I'm the lizard king. I was surfing on my own atoms. And then he uh, confessed to taking... 
a cigarette. He took a cigarette. A cigarette. Step away from the mic, Step away from the mic. On that bombshell, is it time for a song, Mr. North? It must yeah, be. Yeah, I think so. We're about right. 10 minutes in. That's okay, good. right. Because after this song, we're going to be talking to the brilliant band Everything But Arms. Well, two of them. And we went to see them in gig, uh, a gig two weeks ago. No. Was it not two weeks ago? Last Friday. Yeah. Last Friday. Week. By the time we put the show out, it'll be about two weeks ago. Oh, think, yeah. think! <laughs> you got to show the promotional acumen, mate. Because we're recording this early on accounts of Mr. Swan going on holiday. We weren't going to mention that, but now we've let the cat out of the proverbial bag. We went to see them and um, playing alongside them, there was another act called, I can't believe pronounce it. Can anyone pronounce it? Deluga Kensky. That's it. Thank you very much, Mr. Swan. Perfectly enunciated. We saw him play, so we're going to play one of his songs now, and then we're going to speak to the brilliant band Everything But Arms. So we'll be back after this song. Thank you very much.
That was Ben DeLuga-Kensky with his song Save My Soul. What do you think of that, Mr. Potton? Very good. I'm not sure how I felt about the Save My Soul. <laughs> do you think it was a bit... <laughs> uh, and if I wanted to find out more about him, where could I go? Well, I can tell you. Can you? You go to myspace.com forward slash DeLuga-Kensky or DeLuga-Kensky.co.uk. I think we should spell that for yeah? people. Yeah, you, you didn't let me spell things in the first podcast. I th- what? Remember in the first podcast I when I spelled things? I think we need things? to. Yeah, okay. but this is exceptional. Okay, okay. I'll allow it's you to do some pronounced spelling. pronounced Deluga Kensky, okay. but you spell it D-L-U-G-O-K-E-C-K-I. Very good. Yeah? I'm proud of you. I'll good, be, thank I'll you. I like that. Good, yeah, good EP. Right. Good, very funny man. Very funny man. Good character. He was, yeah. He was. Everything but arms are here in the studio with us now, as we touched on before. Let's give them a round of applause, everyone. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Everything but arms. <laughs> Woo! Now they headline the gig that we saw Ben What's his name? Deluga Kensky. That we saw him at. And um, they're a very brilliant local band. Now, due to the unique way in which the Boys in the Basement podcast is funded, there's only one mic between the two of them. <laughs> so let's introduce them to you. They're on the edge of their seats, literally. Oh, oh, there's nerves, there's nerves. Right, we'll introduce you alphabetically. Right. We have... Callum Lake. Callum Lake. And uh, Daryl Kefford. Daryl and Callum, thank you very much for coming to our basement. How have you found it here so far? Pretty good. I've, I've had some uh, some free wine from upstairs. <laughs> okay, the Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus juice? Um, no, it's, 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 it's been good. I thought it was going to be a lot more rustic. In rustic? what sense? How do you mean? Well, it's painted. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was going to be like where, where do you come from do you come from rural stuff? Poland or something no, when you say basement you think like old wine cellar sort of thing yeah. not, uh. not like you know this could be quite a good lounge yeah. Mr windows. North can you hear this praise that's been heaped on your basement a yeah. good lounge possibly to be entirely honest I, I quite happily live in this basement um, that's okay. could we do that maybe, <laughs> maybe that, we could do that is that legal get him on for an interview and they can't leave Mr North <laughs> at the moment what we should say is like, they, uh, the band are having to share a mic and they are sharing Mr. North's mic so he can't actually talk at the moment. He's, but he's decided to instead sit in the corner miming what he wants to say. So if, for anyone who's here in the room, it's brilliant because he looks like a sea lion performing for like cake. But less about him, more about the band. Guys, as I said, thank you very much for coming in. We all bowled down to see you a couple of weeks ago at your gig at the Cellars. How did that gig go for you? Did you enjoy it there? Yeah, it was great fun. I think we played really well and we met some cool people down there as well some cool bands and we got some other gigs out of it as well So, yeah I think I mean we haven't been a band for, for too long uh, when did you together, get together? Uh, we got together about four months yeah, ago about yeah about that yeah, now yeah. about four months ago now mm, uh, but okay. we've all been in bands separately before mm-hmm. um, so you know it was a nice experience you know to play, play a packed venue as a band as a whole and I think you know it was really good fun that's what it's all about really have you been receiving rave reviews? yes how does that feel? Has the fame gone to your head? Does it make you feel better than all your other friends that yeah, you're in a band yeah, yeah. and they're not? Well, it sort of, yeah. It, it sort of it makes them below me. Really. Yeah. And do you sort of feel like you can make deverish demands now? Yeah, well, I did come here requesting uh, green M&Ms only. Yeah. Um, and that's, I, I, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't given this gift. Oh, you sound genuinely... Would you like a dime bar? Uh, so I can uh, have, have a dime, dime bar, bar each, boys. Bar. It's Boy, tradition. Yeah, break them out. Now, there was a lot more of those dime bars yesterday, but I spent an afternoon in the studio doing some technical things on my own, and the bag pretty much got annihilated, and I had terrible wind for the, all night. So, enjoy it. your complimentary dime bar. That's on us. 
on Boys in the Basement PLC. How are you finding your dime bars? Good. Yeah. Totally and you're regular good. listeners to the show, aren't you? We are, yes. Yeah. So you remember Mr. North's Junction 11 days where he was giving away <laughs> a dime bar. Yeah. <laughs> that, the laughter there just tells it, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, really? uh, I mean, meeting the great man, how was that for you? Was he everything you expected? Um, and more. And more. <laughs> that means a huge disappointment, doesn't it, really? That's well, no, I think it's because he gave them wine. Oh, Mr. North's pointing. No, he gave them wine. I bought the wine, actually, yeah. You brought the wine, but you yeah. served it up. You provided yeah. the corkscrew. Yeah. So everything but arms, right. I really like your music, and I've listened to it. And in the background at the moment, guys, you can hear, playing away, their song Sleepwalk. And we've got it going as a bed, because this is how we're moving forward technically, trying to be a bit more professional. So in the back... That's the song Sleepwalking. What did you write that song about, Sleepwalking? Um, that song, our singer, Will, who isn't here. No, because there's only two of them here. And how many of you in total? There's four, four of us. Four-piece band. Yeah. Is it, it's about Will sleepwalking. Yeah, yeah. Because our, our singer um, has, a, has a problem amongst many. <laughs> um, this, this one Will, if you're listening, we love you. This, this specific problem is um, he, he, he sleepwalks all the time. Um, and does crazy stuff. Uh, one time he tells us a story not that long ago. It was oh, yeah, that's we, so funny. Um, when he was living in California, he was um, he was staying around a friend's. He had a smaller brother, and he, he slept, walked in the night, and kicked his little brother in the face. When you say smaller <laughs> brother, was he like a dwarf? Or it, no, it wasn't like just a like a younger, just younger. Oh, okay. He probably was quite short. I don't. I've not met ah, the okay. brother in question. Okay, um, well, I can see. It's like I'm there. So he kicked his brother in the head, basically. Yeah. And to offer some sort of recompense for that, he wrote a song. He wrote a song saying about how he can't stop sleepwalking and he doesn't doesn't like it. Ah. Well, it's a very good song. Thank I like it. I just why well, I put it back because I love the old harmonies in the chorus, which you changed live, didn't you? We did. You sung a tribute to your drummer, if memory yes. serves. Yes, if we oh, did. I love Craig. Uh, that actually. Um, in fact, they they are actually in the recording. Um, oh, really? It's a yeah, game. It's a game that you need to play. I'm not going to tell you when they are, but they basically oh, okay. in the first two choruses. Some point, I say I love Craig instead of I'm afraid. And Craig is your drummer, and this is you paying a tribute to him. Yeah, yep. that's not. I like it. And if the listeners to the Boys in the Basement podcast wanted to hear this song properly, because obviously at the moment in the background, where where could they find this song? Are you on iTunes, MySpace, anything like that? Um, we yes, we're on MySpace, um, which is MySpace.com/slash/everythingbutarms. You can also follow us on Twitter, which is uh, twitter.com slash... The boys in the basement, follow them. UK. <laughs> slash everything but UK, yeah. Callum's clearly the brains behind the band, is he? <laughs> Definitely, he's sort of, yes. Yeah, he's sort of keeping everything on a tight rope. Very good. Now, also what I want to talk to you about while you're here is obviously you're very talented musicians. Callum, can you tell the people what you play? I play keyboard and I also play bass and a little bit of guitar. And you guys really liked that when we went to see the synth and all that and keys. You loved it, didn't you? Definitely. It was, a bit di- it was different from everything else that was on there. Yeah. Miss North, you liked it. I know you haven't got a mic, but you can say something really loud and it'll be picked up. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the legendary yeah. Mr. North enthusiasm there. No, he did really, really like good. it. He did really like it. I know he doesn't sound like it, as ever. Oh. oh, God bless him. He's not been well for some time. Sorry about to find out like this, listeners, but he is slowly fading away. Back to the future style. And uh, Daryl, what do you do in the band? Um, in the band, I play guitar and I am a the second vocalist. Second vocalist. Yes. And who writes the bulk of the song? The bulk of the songs in your band? Um, we all take it in turns. We, we, we all do. take it in turns. Recently, it's been uh, more myself and Callum. Okay. Uh, like today, we wrote a new song. Ooh, what was that called? It, I oh, know. I called it Hut because I didn't know what to call it. So. Okay. It's coming soon, guys. Hut will be the number four <laughs> smash hit from Everything But Arms coming to your stereos within the next. 
When's that going to be out? Next week? Um, Zane Lowe's going to be playing it next week? Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, It'll be on Zane Lowe next week. Listen in. So you write that song, and how long does it take you to write a song roughly? Do they sort of pour out of you quite quickly, or is it quite a slow process? The they evolve. It depends on the song because we've been trying to write. We've got one song that's just been sticking around, but we've been trying, we've been trying to write it for ages. But the one me and Dal wrote today, we literally banged out in about two hours. Okay. Do you think this is a sign of your increased prowess as musical writers, or do you think sometimes you just get in the zone and you're just I, like, yeah? I think it'd be definitely better than most musicians out there, to be fair. You're better. <laughs> hang on, hang on. The Beatles got into trouble for that sort of thing. As long as you stay smaller than Jesus, you're probably yeah, all right. Definitely smaller. Than they are. We've got the best musicians in the world in the basement right now. That is a boys in the basement fact. Uh, and being such globally revered musicians how obviously you probably get a lot of attention in the band from ladies who is the ladies favourite in the band who gets all the female attention well that's hard to say because Will and Craig have both got girlfriends yeah. oh, so, so you two are the single the ones yeah, between us two yeah it's, it's probably probably. do you sort of have to share them out do you have a rotor for the groupies well or? It's, it's not really a rotor it's more like, <laughs> it's more like just we just shotgun yeah. 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 shotgun yeah we Old share oh, like <laughs> you share oh okay interesting you heard it here first people <laughs> rock and roll <laughs> if your mothers are listening sorry about that <laughs> they share but safe sex is good sex and we do not condone it on this show so you get a lot of female attention and you like that, but you deal with it well. You're not letting it go to your head. No, no. Because when you're not in the band, what do you do? Do you have jobs? Do you go to school? Do you um, no, sort no, of? No, do you no. live bit like Bohemian no. street poets? You, essentially, yes. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> got, that was good. Got I, it one. I um I work uh, as a session musician as well, uh, so I do sessions across. Ah, oh, okay. As it were. Um, and uh, yeah, so I do session music as well, and I'm also a teacher. I teach uh, guitar. Ah, superb. So, but that, that's, that's about it, really. So you dedicate a large amount of your life to music. Yeah. And Callum, are you in a similar situation? Oh, I am in a similar, sim- uh, situation. Are you all right, Callum? Are you yeah. having a stroke? <laughs> well, it's the Jesus juice kicking in. free wine. Callum just slumped forward out of the chair and <laughs> knocked himself so out on the... Ruffling my hair. Okay, he ruffled his hair, people. Um, it's like a Yeah, novel. no, I'm in a similar situation. Okay, yeah, so you do I, a bit of teaching. I teach as well. I don't do any sessioning, really, but a bit of teaching, yeah. Okay, and whereabouts do you all come from? Do you live locally to each other, or do you um, hail from far and wide? Uh, I I sort of live in two places at okay. the same time. Hey? Though. Right. <laughs> okay. My, Intriguing. My I, I live with my dad during the week. Uh, okay. He lives in Herbrook. Okay, so you're sort of local to the Petersfield area, though. Yes. Because that's what this podcast is all about: encouraging local music, local endeavours, like yourselves. And we've been very excited to have you on the show, and as a special treat for you. We are going to play your smash hit, which I'd like you guys to um, talk me through. What is the song called that we're um, going to play? And uh, talk us through a little bit what it's about, why you wrote it. Well, do you know what song we're going to play to start yeah, with? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the song's do. called My Dad's a Super Spy. My Dad is a Super Spy. Daryl will tell you the story since it's relative to him. Um, the title is about my dad, uh, who works for the government, um, but he's not allowed to Ooh. say... What he he does, he's not allowed to tell anyone. Uh, Ooh, not okay. even really? Genuinely, yeah. Never knew that. I like that. Mr. Swan that. looks a bit worried now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are going to be vetting all our records before these boys are allowed on the show. We've all been vetted. And uh... how did you yeah. slip through the net, North? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed within two meters. No, That's why we're so far apart. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, no it, so he's not allowed to, to tell anyone what he does. Uh, so we've decided as a band that he is in fact a super spy. Uh, ah. That's the name of the song. It's not what the song is about. 
the song, uh, I'm, you'd have to ask Will what that's about. Yeah, we don't know. We, we <laughs> well, that's brutal honesty for you there. <laughs> they don't know what the song's about, but you enjoy playing it. Definitely. And yeah, you closed your set of it the other day, and we all looked at each other in the audience and went, yeah, that's a good tune. We really, really like yeah, it. Thanks very much. So, thank you for having a chat. It's been short and sweet, but it's been a pleasure to have you in. They will be staying here for the rest of the show. They're going to be chipping in with our regular features that we've got coming up. And it's great to have extra bodies in the basement. And if there's anyone out there who's in a band and thinks they want to come on the show and promote their songs and talk to us and subject themselves to, um, well, Mr. North's personality, then get in touch with the show. You can email us at liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Get on the website and get involved. So, guys, if you could do me the honour of introducing your brilliant song and uh, join us afterwards, everyone. Hi, we're Everything But Arms. I'm Daryl. I'm Callum. And this is our next single, My Dad's a Super Spy. Check it out, guys.
Hello everybody, you're listening to the Boys in the Basement podcast, this is Liam. That was the excellent Everything But Arms with their smash hit, soon to be a big anthem, My Dad's a Super Spy. And whilst we were listening to that song, as well as enjoying the song, we heard the startling revelation <laughs> during some bickering that Mr North has been hoovering the walls in the basement. Mr <laughs> North, would you like to explain yourself? Yeah, we've got a bit of a dampness problem in the basement due to... Yeah, your personality. We... <laughs> Ooh, no, we had, a blow. <laughs> we had a skylight. Which I'd sort of because it was cold. Yeah, it was it's cold. got a skylight in the basement. That yeah. makes sense. Because it was cold in the winter. Because it was cold in the winter. I <laughs> Liam. No, I'm listening. I'm because really it was cold in the winter, I blocked the skylight up with. Hang on. Insulation. What was that again? Because it was cold. It was cold in the winter. In the winter. Yeah. Shut up. This is how difficult it is. To no, have a God, you can. Have, no, I was enjoying your 60, weather report. 30, 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. And therefore, I blocked it up to keep the cold out, and it made it quite damp in here. So I took it off. And it's dried the walls out. They're fine, but they're all powdery in some of the paintwork. So I hoovered the wall to get the powdery paint off. Oh, Look, it's, we, all, part oh, of my, it's all part of my housekeeping. You think I don't do well, you anything? You think you do that regularly? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liam wants like some iPod turned up. Yeah, I've just this has just reminded me of some uh, something brilliant. You just wittering on about hoovering your walls, and I think it's important to share with the listener. Mister Mister Swan's chuckling. I know what this is going to be. What is it going to be? Yeah, Something for Junction 11. What's Junction 11 though, Mr North? It's um, my past. <laughs> it's my <laughs> past. Checkered past. Well. No, I won't go that far. Checking means there's something good about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's entertaining. I laughed. Come on, Liam. What are you trying to find? Oh, it's not there. Come on. You're, you're, the, you're the one who's always having to go at us for not being ready. So now sort hey, yourself out. I am ready. <laughs> this is totally derailed because I tried to be too clever. Yeah. Well, that was thrilling to hear about your damp walls, Mr. North, and this gives you an insight into the challenging conditions with which we work here in the Boys in the Basement podcast. But not to be deterred by that, we have been producing quality content appreciated all over the world, especially Mr. Swan. You've uh, developed an American fan base. Thank you, yes. Can you remember what your American fan base is called? Of course, Brandy. And how do you pronounce her second name? <laughs> oh, um, I'm well, sorry, Brandy, I'm not quite sure. Well, she listened to last show when we sort of floundered around pronouncing her name and she's taken the time to send in a follow-up email because oh, initially she sent an email saying that she loved Mr. Swan she'd like a t-shirt Mr. Swan was honoured I was very sort of my nose was out of joint I felt a little bit down but you know it's good to see him doing well because I've nurtured him from a little chick and to see him like a noble eagle that he is now with fans around the world and <laughs> getting all his female attention it is it does warm my heart and your happiness is very important I owe to me. it all to you don't I Liam Thank you for saying. Yeah. I didn't even make him say that. Not a hint of irony then. So Brandy sent us a follow-up email, Mr. Swan, and you've not heard this yet. No, I haven't. No. So Brandy, if you're listening, which you will be, because I know that you love this podcast. <laughs> so Brandy sent this in for you, Mr. Swan. Boys, thank you for your interesting, slightly embarrassing, but nonetheless funny mention in your show. Obviously, you aren't too up on the Slavic pronunciation. My last name is spoken as follows, and she's written it phonetically for us. Oh. She obviously knows where we're you know, <laughs> mentally at. Simpletons. Yeah. Her second name is pronounced Lanetchaka. Lanetchaka. Thank you. I think it's good, very good, Mr. North. Though I do commend your I'm efforts very, for trying. I'm very big on Eastern European dialects. Yes. Yeah, they live upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, though. <laughs> she then goes on to say... Sorry, Brandy. I am most displeased that the British heartthrob, Mr. Swan, is not enthused about sharing his bed with me for the Year magazine event. Oh. Because <laughs> as you will remember, Mr. North, you offered out his bedroom I never, I didn't as a place say no. to stay. Did you, you didn't, you didn't, didn't s- sound enthused. It's a I'm sorry, I'm sorry Brandy. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say to Brandy? Well, you're welcome anytime. Okay. It's dangerous to say that sort of thing on air, because that's a binding <laughs> right. contract. No, no, it's all right. That's definitely in. 
We'll she then goes on to say, I may have even considered a last-minute flight with the lovely accommodation and entertainment. entertainment. I will request, however, a screen test for the up-and-coming musical of Mr. Swan's Life. <laughs> I think I'd make an excellent American temptress if such a slot is open. So in your upcoming musical, is there such a slot? Uh, there isn't, but I'll write one right away. Really? Definitely. Because I've taken the time to um, prepare a jingle. Oh, my God. For your new feature, Super. Mr. Swan's Musical. Yeah. And I think you're going to like this jingle. Here we go. Okay, I've got a little story right here for you, so uh, listen up and listen good. One man, no luck tonight. One man, no luck tonight. One man, no luck tonight. It's Mr. Swan with the update of his musical. So, Mr. Swan, did you like that little jingle there? <laughs> you know, Liam, <laughs> what? You, you, got put that, you put that on my computer. Yeah. And I listened to it earlier thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I, did, I thought it was just you mucking oh. about yesterday. Well, it was me mucking yeah, about. <laughs> So that's that your very was, own jingle for when we talk about your musical that, that is now official. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, a I'm, wave of euphoria has swept across the basement. I've actually got tears in my eyes after this. I've got that. a tear in my oh, eye as well. <laughs> that's superb. So yeah, what musical update, Mr. Swan? Well, after that build-up. I mean, that was very American sounding as well, wasn't mm. it? I think she'd fit perfectly into that. That is official, Brandy. You would fit perfectly into the musical of Mr. Swan's life. You're in, Brandy. So when are you going to be doing the auditions for that part? Uh, they start in early September. So tell her to try and get over here. For That's the in first... about three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> She's got three weeks to book a flight. Okay, if this woman turns up, mate... Oh, that'd be brilliant. On your <laughs> head, be it. <laughs> we'll look after her. That'd be good. Don't, no, no. That I sounded creepy. Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can stay at mine, Brandy. That's fine. Okay, that's official. You don't even stay at yours. Yeah, you've been kicked out, haven't you? Oh, uh, well, no, I'll be back in there by then. Okay, because he's living with Mr. North at the moment. It's been hell. And he's, he's you are, do look like a broken man. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long week. I've hardly <laughs> seen him. Probably yeah. for the best. It's still going. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. You know, I love that. That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> that was really good. When on earth did you do that? Well, yesterday when I was down here on my own. You're joking. Yep. When I was upstairs. Yeah, watching EastEnders. Rock and roll lifestyle that you lead. Yeah. Likes to betray it. himself as a rock and roll director. Uh, to close the email, she then says, Thanks for the laughs. I share your show with my Facebook friends and I hope the show continues to go well for you. You're American, Brandy. And then there's a PS. I imagine Mr. Swan whispering sweet nothings in his lovely British accent into my ear. She then goes on to say, Mr. North sounds like a real twit, and I wish he'd lighten up. Oh, no, it doesn't say that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, was, I, was oh, I like you even more, Brandy. You're growing on me day by Brilliant. day. So that was a message from Brandy, and if you want to email us, it's liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com, and a number of people have been doing it, and it's great, because it makes content for the show, and it means I can just be forging in the moment a craftsman, plucking things from the air brimstone and fire combined not having to bog myself down preparing the show because Mr North won't bother Mr Swan had a go got distracted by Stenders and Curry but you know it's good email us in because we will read it out because it's less work for us and if someone says to me do less well I can do that well we like to hear it yeah and we've got another email here which is a bit of a serious one so I'm going to do a serious voice boys oh that's the same email okay (laughs) 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 hello boys in the basement Firstly, I'd like to congratulate you on your hat-trick of successful podcasts. I've found them both entertaining and amusing. Good start. 
Very Vegas good. Star. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. thank you very much for that. His name is Scott, so thank, thank you, Scott, Scott, for that. Scott. Thank you. Secondly, I would like to complain about the section on weird illnesses. So it's a complaint. This oh. is our first ever complaint. So we need to take it seriously, boys, because this could undermine all the work we do. As an insomnia sufferer, I was hit by a difficult realisation. Is my condition fatal? Because listeners to the last show will know that we talked about a condition called fatal insomnia, where basically you can't sleep for about 18 months and then you die. And this man's obviously concerned that he's been an insomniac for a few nights and is it going to progress? You may have been mocking my pending doom. You may consider that this may be somewhat paranoid. However, you mentioned the symptoms as paranoia with panic attacks and phobia. Since listening to your podcast, I've had further sleepless nights. I'm also unable to listen to any other radio podcast for fear of other possible illness-related stories. I hope that you may be able to help put my mind at ease with some sort of remedy. Now, we take these sort of complaints very seriously. You can tell from my voice that I'm a serious kind of man. I don't like to mock. So, I handed this letter over to our um, sort of medical department. Um, <laughs> that's me. That's Mr. Swan. Say hello, medical department. Hello. Du, 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 du. That's a casualty theme tune. Can you think of any other medical songs? No. Okay, right. Liam, I wouldn't worry about this anymore. Why? Well, because how long ago did he send that email? Less than a year ago. He's probably still waiting for the answer. No, I don't think so. If it's don't say that about listeners. If people start dying, the subscribers mean nothing if no, they're no, no, all the... corpses, <laughs> slumped lifeless over a keyboard. Heavens, a no. It's just, just a figure to you, North, isn't it? Just yeah. another number on All a screen. a number yeah. on your stats it's that you don't like want to work towards. 2,500 subscribers. That'll do. If 25... we lose one, that's not a problem. That's a churlish and cavalier attitude. You can't approach life like a game, mate. Every listener counts. They count to me. They count to you, Mr. I'm only Swan. Joking, Absolutely. We Every are going to distance ourselves value. from Mr. North's views. They do not represent the views of uh, Boys in the Bake Cast. Boys in the Bake Cast. In the Baker. Boys in the, in the Basement Baker. Podcast PLC. There is only one. Those views are his own, and we don't endorse or condone. But Mr. Swan, I handed this email over to you, and you've taken the time to look up some remedies for insomnia that I think would help Scott to overcome his phobia. So do you want to just see what you came up with? I'm thrilled to see what you uh, found out. Good, thank you. Yes, Scott, I'm here to the rescue. <laughs> Don't worry. As I said in the last episode, I've also been suffering with not sleeping properly. So I did take the time to find a few, perhaps, cures that you could try at home. I looked back in history and saw what I could find. And here are a few suggestions for you. Right, if we go back to the Middle Ages, what they used to do, <laughs> admittedly, it was a long time ago now, they used to drink a potion made from the gall of castrated boar. Where can you get a boar these days? Internet. You get okay. everything on the internet. So if it's easy to get a boar, you've then got to have the what? The juice of it's a castrated the, ca- Yes, it's got to be a castrated boar. Well, that's easy enough to do. Really? If you've got basic butchery skills. Yeah, well, okay. Okay, we'll park that one. What other one? Park that you one. Got? We'll think about that one. Moving forward, Charles Dickens. Ah, oh, no, I we know like, him. We like Charles Dickens. We've got a lot of time for him. Good. Mr. North, I bet you like Charles Dickens. I love Charles Dickens. <laughs> there we go. Good. Excellent. <laughs> it's been confirmed. Bringing endorsement From there, the, from knowledge. the knowledge. The knowledge. The <laughs> knowledge. He actually suffered from insomnia himself. Ah, and he created all those brilliant stories. Yeah, exactly. So Scott. Scott, you can still go on to greatness and achieve great things. Just because you good. can't sleep doesn't mean you can't achieve. What he tried was a combination of opium and alcohol. Now, ah, now this uh, appeals. Oh, here we go. I'm not sure whether we should be sort of, you know, vindicating the. Youth. We do not condemn. No, we, we don't condemn. Condemn him. Yeah. No, we don't condone no. heroin. No, no. But for medicinal purposes, mm. perhaps we could make an exception. Okay. What he used to do was he would drink it before he went to bed. It would knock him out completely, and all it would do is leave him with an appalling hangover. Try that. You might have a bad hangover in the morning, but you might actually get some sleep. So if you don't fancy castrating a boar you may well just fancy getting stoned and drunk 
Well, we've got two left. Okay. And I think these ones are more easy to do. They're more realistic. Chafe the body and extremities with a brush or towel or rub smartly with the hands to promote circulation and withdraw the excessive amount of blood from the brain. <laughs> you will fall asleep in a few moments. So, hang on. That was obviously translated from ye old English or something. Yeah. What does that roughly mean? It means rub yourself and you'll fall asleep. Do you want yeah. to elaborate on that, Mr. North? Is this something you do to help you nod off by rubbing yourself? <laughs> Does it say, how boring. <laughs> you touch yourself and you fall asleep. Okay, so you've got to it rub yourself. It didn't say where to rub, though, did it? Okay, well, Good it's point. open to interpretation. What was the final one, Mr. Swan? Uh, the final one was, on retiring to bed, <laughs> eat three or four small onions. Uh, oh, okay. They will act as a gentle... Before or after you clean your teeth? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. I'd imagine before. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go to bed with that. But what if you eat them and then you fall asleep so quickly you don't have time to clean your teeth? I think you should just be grateful that you're asleep. Okay, (laughs) I suppose, yeah, any port in a storm. If you're an insomniac, then I think, you know, having clean teeth is your secondary sort of concern, (laughs) to be honest. They will act as a gentle and soothing narcotic and you will be drifting off to slumberland post-haste. Which is your favourite out of those? Which one would you do? I'll be honest, I'm I'm, I'm discounting the bore. I think Too much effort. I can't get any further than rubbing myself. Right. Okay, that, that's Mr. North's obsession that's with rubbing himself. That's Luckily, he said that in silence. We can quote that as a soundbite. <laughs> we can add that to the I can't get 11. past rubbing myself. <laughs> I, I, not, I don't think the, the onions is a good it's not idea. practical. Could you eat three or four? A day, basically. Very yeah, imagine your onion bill. I mean, all right, there's probably been not a single case of any onion human bill. being in history... Like, literally, their career falling over because they became addicted to onions. It's a massive You wouldn't want commitment. to be first. I ate raw onion once, by mistake. Like, properly, a, a white onion raw, because I didn't <laughs> cook it enough in the thing I was making. And I smelt of it for, like, four days. But did you fall asleep? Um, at, some, at, at least three times in those four days, yeah. <laughs> okay. So it works. It the be. onion one does work, but it's costly, and you're going to smell. And best not if you're sort of it's not good wanting news to socialise. It's not good news for Scott, really, is it? No. We haven't really helped him very much. No, here, because there we? was the one about rubbing yourself with a sponge, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. A brush or a towel. I think we're going to have to say, officially, are we voting that one? Yeah, Everything yeah, but think... arms? Which one are you voting for? Uh, the, yeah, They're rock stars. Uh, They're saying heroin, <laughs> heroin, <laughs> alcohol, Jack Daniels, women. <laughs> yeah, if, if Scott... Floozies. If Scott does that, we'd like feedback, but not, but, but not photos. Yeah. Well, no, he'll be asleep. How will he get in touch? Well, hopefully, we'd, no, he won't hopefully be asleep Hopefully, he'll forever. wake up at some oh, point. Oh, okay. Okay, so officially, we're saying, Scott, you need to rub yourself with a cloth or a towel on your legs That's and you'll it. fall asleep. Yeah. That's what it says. That's official. I like these ye old English cures. They're very simple. Any cures for rickets while we're here? Anything like that? Uh, you didn't ask me to look at that. Okay, well, next week, maybe we'll have a feature on rickets. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Scott... I do hope that you continue to be an avid listener and you've seen that we do do good and very... And if this podcast can change the world in that small way, it has proved it's worth. It has proved that it's worthwhile. And on that medical bombshell, it is time for our final song of the show. And this arrived in my inbox very excited because as that new purveyor, the new sort of focal point of all brilliant music, I get so much music emailed me to me now. I don't even have to buy it anymore. This is Cats and Criminals... And, oh, the EP was so good. I, even right now, I don't know which song to play. We're going to play Sirens. We're going to play the song Sirens. See what you think of this, and we will be back with you. Go, go, go! i 
Sirens by Cats and Criminals can be performing quite a lot in the next few weeks. You can catch them in uh, Edinburgh and in Reading at the Pitcher and Piano on the 19th of August. You can catch them on myspace.com forward slash cats and criminals, and they're also available on iTunes. Superb, Mr. Swan. You're getting very good. I'm very yeah. proud. I've never felt proud of you as a broadcaster Thank ever you. in my Thank life. Thank you very much. I can Thank see you. the endeavour written over everything you do. <laughs> right, it's time for everyone's favourite feature. It's that time of the week when we do the news. This is 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 the news. It's the news! Okay, as regular listeners will know, and as new listeners are about to know, every week I find, I find, I find, because you two, yet again, failed me yet again i'm carrying this on my back also that you and your children can have a better future so remember that when you portray me as an arrogant never do well i'm actually a benevolent kindly soul anyway the news we've got three news stories here and everyone in the room which is mr swan hello mr north hello and everything but arms Hello. they are all gonna pick one of these news stories okay here we go the first one pea growing in pensioners lung sparked x-ray cancer scare I actually should say, in my research for my news story, I looked at that one. <laughs> Don't jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> no, I did. And I heard about it. Okay. But didn't think about the podcast. Next story. <laughs> Marmite now costs more than a gallon of petrol. Boring. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. It's looking worrying. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope the last one's a good one. 
Air Steward storms off plane on emergency slide. Yeah, do that. Yeah, like that, that sounds I like good. That one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so are we having an official vote? Show of hands. Yeah, that was a radio-friendly uh, activity there. <laughs> a radio show of hands. I can assure you that everyone raised their hands. So we are having Air Steward storms off plane in emergency slide. Do you want to read the story, Mr. Swan? Yeah, if you'd like me to. There you go. Mr. Swan, our very own Steve Irwin, is going to read the news <laughs> to you in his sexy American voice. No, English voice, Brandy. English voice. Oh, he grabbed it off me with such vigour then. Air Steward storms off plane on emergency slide. An airline flight attendant who swore an unruly passenger before storming out of his plane via the emergency inflatable slide has been arrested in New York. <laughs> Was that where he fell off the plane? Where he fell off it? I, no, guess, I, it, it, I, I guess it hadn't taken off yet. Oh, okay. No, I don't think it was in the air. <laughs> okay. That, that, would, that would just be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, okay. Stephen Slater, 39, ah, okay. argued with a passenger in America. Hang on. He's got America underlined here. Didn't Christian Slater have some lariness on an aeroplane as well? Tenuous link. No, but it, it, it is this a fact? Is this a fact that anyone called Slater has a fight on a plane? I don't know if we can really generalise. Okay, that. well, do some research. We'll let you know next week, listeners. Okay, you'll do some research. Uh, yeah, well, I'll do will, everything. We don't do anything. That's yeah. right. Idle, idle boys. Uh, the passenger was attempting to retrieve his hand luggage from an overhead compartment while the plane from Pittsburgh to New York was still moving on the runway. Oh my God, what a crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's He's outraged the Mr. North. <laughs> <laughs> when the passenger abused Mr. Slater, the runaway flight attendant appears to have lost his temper and dramatically resigned. This is what Mr. North would be like if he was a flight attendant. Yeah, he'd lose it. Someone he? would have stuck a suite on a mirror in the toilet or something. <laughs> and it would be one thing too far. He grabbed the intercom and said, to the passenger who called me a mother, I blank blank, I've had to blank What do you out. think it could be? Mother hugger? Maybe, no, it's unlikely, I think. Oh, okay. People email in if you've got any suggestions yeah. as what you think it yeah, is. Yeah, I look forward to opening the email inbox to find that. No change there. That's yeah. my fan mail. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, direct that all towards Tom. <laughs> he continued, I've been in the business 28 years. I've had it. That's it. Mr. Slater then activated the emergency exit. This sounds quite exciting, doesn't it? Yeah. And slid down the inflatable slide onto the tarmac. He then boarded a train to the terminal, stripping <laughs> off his tie and discarding Ooh. it to the astonishment of bemused onlookers. You know it's serious when a tie gets taken off. That's like <laughs> thrown on the floor yeah, in disgust. That's so it, hang yeah. on, he jumped off a plane, onto slid a down train. the slide, onto a train. Yeah, and then... And then he drove to his nearby home. <laughs> so, <laughs> I imagine it to be like Wallace and Gromit, where the train is like a tiny little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a penguin with a rubber glove. <laughs> they're right, they're, as they're Osama bin Laden. <laughs> they're often seen at airports, aren't they, Norman? Yeah. yeah, that's right. He was quickly arrested and charged with reckless endangerment and criminal mischief. Mm-hmm. Hang on. What, criminal mischief is an criminal, actual crime? Criminal mischief is a crime. Liam, it's a felony. That, yeah. If mischief oh, was God. a crime, Liam would... Well, is, st- is sticking lips on someone's mirror, is that criminal mischief? Definitely not. Imagine if you got me actually arrested for that. Is criminal mischief an actual act of criminalist? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's it, in America. It's what he's been charged with. Okay, I'm I, I worried Maybe in America, I'm not sure. Oh, maybe crazy. When does a joke, when does a joke become cousins. criminal mischief? I'm sure that everything but arms have done some pranks in your days, have you boys? We certainly have, yeah. yeah. You haven't Anything jumped you... off an aeroplane? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whilst it was taxiing down a runway. <laughs> That's quite rock and roll. I probably didn't have to queue to get off then. When we go on our boys in the basement holiday, that's how we're... Um... What, we'll, do, we'll ask to go down the slide? No, we won't even ask. We'll just break out the plane. I don't... Mm. you have to take your high heels off before you get on it though, Liam. Oh, okay. Shall I carry on? Yeah, crack Please, on. We're, we're nearly there, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Slater is a long-standing flight attendant who worked for Budget Airline... <laughs> Not anymore. JetBlue. 
Other airlines are available. Yeah, well done. According to his online profile, he has previously worked for other airlines. He knows what his arrest about. appears to have triggered an online movement with others who work in jobs which bring them into contact with rude customers demanding his release. For sort of downtrodden shop assistants everywhere, this man is the new messiah. Exactly. Okay, and there's he a Facebook up. group I can join if I want to. Uh, there is, yeah. I don't have the name of it, but I'd imagine... Well, his name's, was it, Stephen Slater? Stephen Slater. Just Google him. He sounds yeah. like it's the start of a revolution. Yeah, the man who jumped down the slide, moving plane, something like that. I think I read that he had like 60,000 followers or something. Oh, that's more than we've got. We're getting him on the show. <laughs> Next week, Stephen Slater... Jumps down here from an inflatable raft or something via a train and plane. Well, yeah, he's not doing anything. It. He's not busy. <laughs> Did we like that news story? Was that a good news story? Yeah, yeah it's a good I news story. It good good story. choice. Right, it's time for. Well, it's almost the end of the show, isn't it? Yeah, it's sad. Oh my god! Well, I, I think I've enjoyed recording this, and it's been really fun having people watching us, like everything but arms. How have you guys enjoyed being on the show? Really has it been eye-opening and exciting for you? It has been both eye-opening and exciting. <laughs> they sound like <laughs> such duress. They're not reading they, the they script or anything. Yeah, yeah. If you vote in your droves, we will release them after the show. <laughs> Back into society. It's been a heck of a show. Uh, if you if you like what we've done here, spread the word. If you don't like what we've done, uh, email Tom and let him know. Um, <laughs> we have had a great week, actually. We are. I feel this has been a good show. Before we do go, though, we've got one final thing we need to talk about, and that is my weekly poem. Now, in previous weeks, I've taken the time to type them up, but due to budget constraints, this one's been scrawled on the back of a old bit of paper, but hopefully you're going to enjoy this poem. Mr. North, he's already started the music. He's getting very professional. He knows when it's coming. It's playing in the background now, so just to make sure you leave the podcast in a good frame of mind, here is my weekly poem. And Mr. Swan, this is dedicated to you, and I've written it about your, your travels you're going on. Thank you very much. In a few days' time. Off you go on a journey so far to find new learnings in hostels, pub floors and bars to discover again what it means to an end sharing all of these moments with your closest of friends we'll hear tales of ladies and drink flowing free of the nightmares you encounter in faded Burberry but through scenes of chaos and times so farcical you'll have a right laugh in sunny Newcastle. Oh, it was no, a short one good. this week. No, that was good. That was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, Can I take good. that with me? Do you really want to? No. no. It's gonna. Just... It's gonna <laughs> cheap. It's gonna cheapen your holiday. Really. Yeah, it would. It would do really. Yeah. yeah. So cheapen that is. Mr. Swan is off on holiday. We hope he comes back. As regular listeners will know, he does have a drink problem, and we're oh, hoping. Oh, hang on a minute. Well, didn't didn't you have to issue an apology last week? Yeah, but that was for a that... one-off incident. Yeah, well, let's make sure it's, it's because I don't drink regularly. Because the paparazzi, that... you you get followed now. And nothing. Yeah, I do, what yeah. happens on tour doesn't stay on tour anymore. No, I know. Well, I'm okay. That. So just be aware. Okay. We want to see you back in one piece. I'll do my best. Okay. No criminal mischief. No. Nope, no jumping out of planes. No. Nope. No drinking too much wine. No. Nope. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you want to get involved with the show, then please feel free to email us uh, Liam at Boys in the Basement Podcast. We've got a fantastic website as well that we're updating all the time. We put the news stories from the show on there. We've got updated features. We put videos we like. It's a real hub of brilliance. And we put the links to all the guests and all the music that we feature on the show. So go there. That's boysinthebasementpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter as well, which is Twitter slash Partonian. Get involved with all that and you can make this the greatest show in the world. So thank you very much. We have been the boys. This has been The Basement. You have been the listener. Thank you very much. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.